Today's show was brought to you by Vinny Grill, Inc. Founded by the host of this show and boss babe, Shalia Vinny, Vinny Grill, Inc. is a nonprofit organization that was established to help at-risk young women to become self-sufficient and break generational curses to lead their communities to brighter outcomes. This Black woman-owned business has helped countless young women to learn their worth and find their purpose. They are always in need of help to grow their mission. Visit them at vinnygrowinc.org and make sure you tell them Grow Which Way sent you. Hello and welcome to the Girl Which Way podcast, the show that exists because life is a journey, but you still need direction. Grab your girls and get ready because each episode we'll be talking about our real life issues, answering questions and building solid relationships with one another as we heal and learn. I'm your host, your girl, Shalia Vinny, and today's show is all about sex. Calm down, not like that but we will discuss the ins and outs of sexual conversations and misinformation in an effort to make things better. I was speaking to a group of young women the other day, and we were talking about love, romantic relationships, and sex. The conversation really shifted when we started talking about sex and how each of us was introduced to the act. Most of these ladies admitted that they started young and had multiple partners in their early teenage years, and all of them seemed like they were disappointed in their choices in one way or another. So you know we had to dig deeper. For those of you that don't know, I was a teen mother. I met my husband when I was 14, and by the time I was 16, I'd given birth to our daughter. There I was, the definition of Miss Goody Two Shoes, intelligent, on my way to study abroad, with the world just about to really open up for me. And then here you go. I was on my way to Harvard and I was going to be this big time lawyer. So naturally, when I got pregnant, no one could believe it. And man, did they ostracize me. I got it from all sides. My parents almost disowned me. Well, not really my parents. I think it was mostly my dad because he was super devastated. But my friends' parents also forced us to all not be friends anymore because they feared their daughters would follow in my promiscuous, bad decision making footsteps. And yes, I said promiscuous. You know that being a teen mom, it basically automatically gets you labeled as a fast-tailed little girl. Forget the fact that I got pregnant with my daughter the first time I'd ever had sex. Forget about the fact that I was truly into her father and we were actually together. It didn't matter. Did it even matter that my first and only sexual experience, I got pregnant? None of that mattered. I was labeled as the worst names in the book by everybody. It stung and it changed me. But the women that I spoke to weren't teenage mothers. Then why did they have similar experiences as me? Most of these women remembered vividly how they were raised and what happened when they started thinking about sex. It was shut down immediately. It's like we were almost taught that our feelings and desires weren't natural. We were told that Jesus was going to send us to hell. We were told that we didn't want to be the kind of young lady that was having sex. We were told everything but what we actually needed to hear. You know, it's amazing how things work for us as women versus how they work for men. Growing up, parents all but high-five the boys when they get caught hooking up or being interested in the opposite sex. But when we like a boy, we get told, Girl, focus on school. Don't bring no babies around here. Keep your legs closed. 
it creates a real problem because the boys are walking around with condoms in their pockets, probably gifted to them by their parents, by the way, and we are walking around with unanswered questions. Boys are taught to own their sexual experience from the beginning. They have the talk, they get caught in their rooms watching videos and touching themselves, and it's shrugged off. Ladies, can you imagine what would happen if that were us? It would not be shrugged off. Part of the reason so many of us are a little upset about our experience is because we realize as we get older that we were never given a true experience. We never got to really ask questions and learn about our feelings, much less our bodies. So we had no choice but to look things up, sneak around, and ask our friends. It really wasn't fair. Where was our open dialogue? Where was our open ear? When you teach young women that their feelings aren't natural, you essentially teach them that their bodies are a curse. We have to do better with our girls. Things would change for the better if we were open to having these conversations and to answer these questions without the shame and embarrassment that can come with it when you're a girl. Today's show was brought to you by Vinny Girl Inc. Founded by the host of this show and boss babe, Shalia Vinny, Vinny Girl Inc. is a nonprofit organization that was established to help at-risk young women to become self-sufficient and break generational curses to lead their communities to brighter outcomes. This Black woman-owned business has helped countless young women to learn their worth and find their purpose. They are always in need of help to grow their mission. Visit them at vinnygrowinc.org and make sure you tell them Grow Which Way sent you. So we've been talking about sex and the shame that it brings to so many young women. I think the reality that most parents fail to understand is that we live in an information-based society. Most girls have access to the internet and will go and see what is going on when they have these unanswered questions. We are not their only influence. They are always free to get the info from other places. But even though we're not their only influence, we need to at least be one of their influences. Do you really want your girls discovering their bodies through sneaking around their equally uninformed friends or through actual sexual experiences that they may or may not be ready for? We need to be giving them the information so that they can make better informed decisions about their lives. Listen, I in no way want to see our young women out here hopping from bed to bed. And you guys know that I advocate for taking their time and finding meaningful relationships if they can't wait for marriage. I just want you to think about these things a little bit deeper because I want you to take your time so that you don't end up in situations you're not ready for because you rushed into things. I want you to be able to know who you are and what you want before complicating things with sex and someone's nasty little son who only wants one thing from you. I realize that, you know, you may not always be able to make these good choices if you don't have the right information. I will not act like you are somebody that's going to wait or that you are somebody who, you know, is going to be this goody two-shoe girl. I know that sometimes we can get around and that's fine, but I still want you to make good choices. I mean, everybody is not going to wait. And, you know, clearly the choice to wait was not my choice. So all I can do is give you real life experience based advice to help you to not make some of the mistakes I did. This is what all parents should be doing with their girls, just like they do with their boys. If you are the parent or a close confidant of a teen girl, or if you are a teen girl who needs to hear it, listen now, because here are some of the things I wish I'd had known and that I'll teach my daughter. Number one, I had sex. <laughs> Clearly, my daughter knows that I had sex. Young. She's not dumb. She sees our age different, makes us look like sisters instead of mom and daughter. But I actually really want to have conversations with her, just real life conversations about it. 
It doesn't have to be vulgar, but if it ever does get to be too detailed, she knows that's okay too, because I answer her questions. We oftentimes as parents act like we're not sexual beings. We act like we've never had sex or don't remember being a teenager who very well may have been having sex. No, I think we should be starting there. I think that we should also be telling our daughters about our first time and what it was like and about what we learned from that experience. It opens the door for questions and real conversations. Number two, you're not a bad person. Your body is changing and developing. It's not your fault and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. You're not a bad person because you like a boy. And when hormones start racing and you're alone, things can happen very quickly. It doesn't make you a bad person if it does. Number three, birth control. I'm not in denial. Instead of shunning you, if you're going to have sex, you need to protect yourself, both from unwanted pregnancies and sexually transmitted diseases, because both are very real and both can happen to you if you're not responsible. You need to prepare yourself. Plan B is okay once in a while, but you don't need to be sneaking off to the pharmacy or Planned Parenthood. You need to be adequately prepared from the beginning. Condoms and birth control are not options. They are necessary. Abortions are not a form of birth control. A safe space is something that's also needed. Number four, I don't want you to feel like I'll kill you for anything you're feeling or doing. I also don't want to jeopardize your trust by telling everyone. It's hard enough to talk to your mom about sexual stuff, but it's worse if you don't feel like you can trust her with the information that you're sharing. Everybody doesn't need to know what we talk about because it's nobody's business. Please keep this info between us. Number five, tell me why. Instead of being so judgmental, explain things. I've had talks with my daughter about our sexual health and even some of her friends who are now older or may have gotten pregnant later. And she sometimes says, mom, that's not fair though. You were a teen mom, so how can you say such and such? She's right. So I explain things to her very clearly. This is not me judging your friend for being pregnant or thinking she may become pregnant. I am concerned because I have been in her shoes. Teen pregnancy is tough. And I can speak on this with certainty because I have lived it. Let me tell you why I feel this way. This conversation always shifts and she always understands that I'm not judging. I'm sharing the real that she or her friends have no idea about. Sometimes as parents, we're quick to give a stern no. And actually don't give the information as to why. We should have conversations so that they understand we are humans who have the ultimate knowledge base about this subject because life has taught us some rough lessons. Sex doesn't need to feel like the boogeyman or your biggest mistake. Take your time and be informed about what you want and why you want it. You should never be doing something to keep a boy around because boys are going to tell you everything you need to hear to get what they want from you. If he really loves you as much as he says, he can wait for you. If he really loves you as much as he says, he wouldn't guilt trip you into being ready by reminding you about what everyone else is doing or where else he can get it from. Your friends don't get to tell you when you're ready just because they did it. There is no shame in waiting. Sex is a huge responsibility. Be patient. Be selective who you allow into your body if you feel that's what you want to do. If you take sex off the table, that little boy might not even want you anymore. And that's great. He wasn't the one anyway. Respect yourself and that in turn will force him to respect you as well. Remember, you control how he treats you and you don't have to settle for anything or anyone. Take your time, sweetheart. Sex isn't going anywhere anytime soon. I promise you. Today's show was brought to you by Vinnie Girl Inc. Please like and rate the show on your favorite streaming platform and share it with one person who you think needs to hear it and ask them to do the same. 
Remember, good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. Until next time, your friend and motivator, Shalia. Bye.